Eric, have you seen this logo before on some packaging? What I'm sharing is something that looks like a recycling logo. It's, it's green with arrows around it, but it's kind of like in a circle and has a bit of a yin-yang vibe to it. Right. Instead of dots, it's just like arrowheads. I want to say yes on things like printer cartridges. Okay. But, like, uh, I can't say offhand if I've seen it or not. It definitely doesn't look like the real recycling logo. Oh, no. It is. It's not the triangle recycling logo that we know, just, just to be sure. Is this like a Coke and Pepsi thing, or is this, like, more deceptive? That's, that's kind of what brought on the story. This logo basically says, while this packaging that you have itself, say, say plastic, for instance, is not recyclable, However, to try to be more eco-friendly, the company decided to instead just give some money to some recycling projects somewhere else. So they're paying other people to recycle other things instead of recycling. Yeah. So they're not really saying, hey, our product that we're making, it's not good for the environment, but supposedly we paid someone else to do our job for us. Getting rid of their responsibility, essentially. It sounds like construction projects buying wetlands to preserve them instead of, like, building better. You might be touching on something that we'll talk about soon. Okay. But I want to say that when I heard about this, the first thing I thought was it's, it's just a feeble excuse for some large corporation to produce some long-lasting, single-use plastic while getting rid of their guilt for producing this thing that's horrible for the environment without actually doing very much to offset the damage of the product itself. This sounds like the perfect thing for me to make a podcast about. Uh, unfortunately, this just looks like they were lying, in a way. And that led me down the rabbit hole of carbon credits in general, and how companies can actually try to offset their carbon emissions or just throw some money around and absolve themselves of any responsibility. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about. Sounds good. The idea of all this comes from a good place. We know climate is changing, and carbon is the problem here, as we talked about in detail in one of the previous episodes. So, yeah, there's not enough of a pepper harvest to have uh, sustained sriracha this year. So, you know, we're starting to feel it. I must talk about <laughs> pepper, I guess. <laughs> Who would have thought it, it would start with the peppers? Oh, no. It, the peppers are going to be... It starts with the peppers. Then it's going to be the, the bell people. Peppers, and that's our downfall. Oh. <laughs> so the this whole trying to offset car, uh, climate change somehow to keep us from dying in this world uh, is, is a bit tough just because we can't really tell industries or construction companies today to just stop what they're doing because it's clearly bad for the environment. They simply won't do it. It'll hurt a lot of people by removing jobs. So I don't. It's not going to happen. Not cost effective, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, this idea of just cutting emissions came by. Turns out, if you just emit less carbon, less bad happens. Crazy, crazy thought. Who to thunk? So we have these carbon emitters, these people, these, these not often they're not people, they're companies and large corporations that just make things and then emit a bunch of carbon because of it. Have them pay for what they emit past a certain point by funding some project that say plant some trees and captures the, whatever they emit. 
Good idea, right? Okay, so instead of um, higher tax bracket, you just make them fund the project itself. Yeah, basically being like, the onus is on you to deal with the problem that you're making. Okay. It's, it comes from a good place. Like, it's, it's a good idea. I'm sure some lawyer somewhere saw some loophole and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that didn't take far to look into. The idea here is we'd have more forests and investments into carbon capture technology to and this would encourage companies to cut down emissions since I imagine they don't really want to donate the money that they earned. No, probably not. Turns out regular people actually can use this too. So like say you're taking a long flight to the other end of the world and you don't want to feel guilty for what you've done by buying this ticket. Uh, you can just buy some like one ton of carbon and you can sleep soundly being like, ah, I've offset my carbon emissions for today. I'll be, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm guilt-free. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can do it. Uh, there are these projects that are supposed to uh, offset carbon. You can just buy a ton of carbon. And then you get a receipt, and because we're normal citizens, we can't do anything with it? Yeah, yeah, it's not like we'd be taxed additionally if we, uh, you know, emit some carbon, but you could sleep soundly. Fair enough. But that's interesting. It's almost like donating to charity and using your receipt for a tax break, but at a, a certain scale, you're using it because of your liabilities. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it turns out there's an international exchange for these carbon credits, so market traders that you were talking about. I'd like to imagine it's like one of those auction houses where someone's just talking really fast and he's got a ton of carbons asking anyone if, he, if they'll take it. Like, Ah, uh, yes, and here we have this fine brick, fine brick of carbon. Ah, uh, one, 29, two for 50. Ah, uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Going once, going once. Something like that. That's exactly it. And then companies like Disney are like, I'll take a, for 200 or something. <laughs> so what could happen is someone builds a road in America and that makes some carbon dioxide and instead of offsetting it near the road they could just say buy some carbon credits wherever is cheapest to do so halfway around the world it should in principle offset the same amount of carbon but it'll be cheaper than you know having a forest in america on paper this equals that and cool we're done but there's a lot of cr uh, criticism about including a credit exchange just because if the purpose of this whole thing is to actually remove carbon from the atmosphere, market traders will find a way to get around it and just make some money. Yeah, sounds right. Let's talk about an example. Subprime mortgages? Well, not of the market traders. So say there's a part of the Amazon that's under threat of being cut down. Yes. Or, and turned into, I don't know, chairs, for example. Or farmland, because they're just going to burn it. Or farmland. It could be that. So a project starts up and says that they're going to protect this land and to pay for it they decide to sell carbon credits this land is under threat we got to protect it we'll do it and we'll save this much amount of carbon over this many years any any buyers for our carbon anyone that really yeah. sounds like the global disaster crisis in civ when like a volcano goes off and you like spark the world congress and it's like oh yeah here's a campaign uh. to help this person that's what that sounds like this project starts up, there, there's people buying these credits believing that they can offset whatever they do. Maybe they just like burning tires in their backyard and just, but also feel guilty about it. That is a strange hobby and guilt complex. The project promises that over a certain period of time they'll get rid of a certain amount of carbon. But then you may ask, 
how much carbon does do they actually absorb? Because they can say anything. They can say, hey, this tree, it absorbs 10 kilograms every year. But does it actually really? Hey, man, this amount of stuff didn't happen. This apocalypse didn't happen. You're welcome. Hey, 50 bucks. <laughs> I just I just saved you from an asteroid that was about to hit the Earth, but it didn't. You're welcome. It was too fast. NASA couldn't track it. That That's what that sounds like to me, though, really. How do you really quantify that? And in terms of the rainforest being cut down, how can you say, like, what didn't actually happen? You know what? I'm going to be talking about that pretty soon. All right. So taking the example that we have, if you take our portion of the Amazon, if some loggers can't cut down this section, then they just go somewhere else and make their chairs out of that wood or something. Yeah. So really, the, the forest thing, not the most useful. It could be something natural. Like there's a forest fire that burns these trees down and that carbon that was supposed to be offset is now in the atmosphere. The one place they're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That can happen to these projects, and even with the best of intentions, carbon credits and offset programs aren't perfect and can very easily be invalidated. One sadly common thing is s some of these forests that you know people sell credits for are actually protected land and ha wouldn't be in danger of being cut down anyway. For instance, Eric, oh. if, if there's plenty of nature preserves around you, right? Yeah. And if somebody wanted to cut down a swath of land in there, it would be, it'd be illegal, right? Are they staging the logging company to get the credit? Is this where we're going with this? Wait, sorry? Say that? What? There's plenty of, of um, land here, that, that state land, that you can't mill on. Are these people that are, are claiming these carbon credits for, for pausing forestation, are they making up the forestation crisis? Or did I, am I misunderstanding this? Are they pretending to have a logging company that doesn't actually exist come in and... Oh, you mean like a mafia thing? Like, yeah. You better give us some protection money or else you're going to need some protecting real soon. Something like that. Well, it's a bit lazier than that. Oh. oh. Some of these projects are based on nature preserves already. They're not protecting the trees from anything because they wouldn't have been felled anyway, because it was already protected land. Oh, uh, that's, that's worse. Yeah, it's so lazy. They're just taking people's money and saying, yeah, we totally promise not to have these trees cut down or anything. See, they're still here. They're still here. They're still there. They've been protected for decades. We're going to keep protecting them, even though, you know, we don't have any purview over this stuff. This is the longest standing carbon credit tree in history it's been given dividends for decades <laughs> so sadly that is common especially in, in america there's a lot of nature preserves like there's a lot of federal land that you can't just go and cut trees down and but that's not even the most egregious example you, you know that part of the amazon i was talking about uh, being cut down that's a real world example actually well, probably not the chairs part, but the like the portion of the Amazon being protected part. I, I hope you're not talking the mafia part. Well, no, not really. I don't think anyone's kind of uh, try to threaten people. <laughs> or rather, threaten trees. Listen here, tree. 
I heard money doesn't grow on you, but you better start. But there's this tribe in the Amazon that promised to preserve their land instead of having it cut down and sold some carbon credits for it. Okay, like, on the surface, that, that sounds great. They live here, they want to keep living there, that sounds fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's their land, they're like, hey, we promise not to cut any trees down, we'll sell you credits for it, and you're welcome. This was during the time uh, that FIFA was setting up their World Cup in Brazil, and so it was like publicized that, hey, you know, there's this, uh, where we're making carbon credits to offset the cost of building everything and having people come over. Well, turns out, there's a bunch of diamonds under that land that was being protected. By the time everyone forgot about the credits thing, the area was cut down to build a mine anyway. Mm. So, fraud to hide the mining? Is that what was going on? More like people moved on. FIFA was like, we bought our credits, we got our publicity, I guess. We don't really have to, you know, uh, answer to some larger uh, international body that actually gives us punishments. Is there no time limit on, like, how long the the land's protected for? No, it, it, it is. Like, I believe they, they probably signed some kind of legal documents being like, we're going to protect them for 10 years. Well, these guys, they just ignored it. And we're like, no, we're just going to cut it down anyway. It's our land. All right, Olympics are done. Uh, all right, see ya. Thanks for paying for our mining equipment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrible. It's just awful. So that's what I wanted to tell you about. This whole carbon credit thing. It comes from a good place. It's a good idea, but people just ruined it, making many of these projects almost useless. It sounds way too people-y. Yeah. It's kind of the stories that we hear all the time. Everything was going great, and then humans showed up, and, and now it's terrible. And then the human nation attacked. But uh, I guess I wanted to give a bit of a warning. If you see a green dot, it doesn't really mean much. Don't think it's recyclable, don't think it's actually helping the environment, because in all likelihood, it's probably not. Or at least, not as much as they claim. I swear I have seen these on printer toner at work, so like, I am gonna keep my eyes peeled. I could go on and on about, like, about how not all kind of recyclable things are going to be recycled, but I guess that's a topic for another time. Well, that's, that's about all I have for you. Do you have any uh, concluding thoughts? First of all, I'm glad there's not a uh, carbon credit mafia, first of all, because um, that sounds even worse, but uh, I wish it worked even like closer to the way it was intended. The way you brought it up, it, it really sounds much better than it turned out. It could have worked. It could have been great. But there's little accountability in this, and it's not... not most of the the money i don't believe is going to actual carbon capture technology it's just going to these forest places because it's easier it sounds so yeah, much it's easier. Just easier like oh hey here's a forest it's gonna get burned down rather than paying to something that might may never work i can just save this acre yeah or, or just claim to save this acre for however long it's i, I want to or get rid of my obligations, and then wash my hands of it. It's unfortunate. But anyway, if you liked this episode, please consider subscribing. You can follow us on our Twitter, at MoreAbstract, and find more episodes wherever you get podcasts.